Hello, everyone out there, our fans, our friends, our colleagues, and family. Welcome to the third edition of Talk and Tech Paranormal with myself and Kelly Miller. Hi, everyone. So excited about this show because we have some so, so loved, so respected, so just family people that we uh, finally get to have on the show and we're excited because every one of you out there, if you have anything to do with the paranormal at one time or another, I've got to, uh, I've got to interact with these folks out there as they do some amazing things on the paranormal. Uh, Pam and Steve Berry are some folks that we all, <laughs> I just will tell you, I've, I've shed many tears getting to come to the events of happiness and some sad times, but all in all, at the end of the day, just time to have these folks around. We so love the show. So please, without further ado, welcome to the show, Steve and Pam Berry. Hello. Hi. Hi, guys. Well, welcome. Welcome. We're so happy to hear your voice. Thanks for having us. Yes. Thanks for spending the, the evening with us and the next hour with the listeners. And we have... Lots of questions for you and, and things you want to hear all about what's coming up and and everything. And, and as he said, Pam and Steve are so well known in the paranormal field and, you know, are just so well versed in many different areas of the paranormal. And I, if it's OK with you guys, I'd really love to start with your store because that's kind of the sure. central hub of where everything else happens so, Pam and Steve, you own the Gettysburg Ghost Exchange, and we'd love to hear a little bit more about that for people who aren't as familiar with the area. Sure. So, we're located at 271 Baltimore Street in Gettysburg. We're in the same building. We're in the back of Mark Nesbitt's building, Ghost of Gettysburg. So, you can come and buy some really cool paranormal equipment and take the best ghost tour that they have in Gettysburg. Um, we also take um, people on investigations. Our investigation spots are the Jenny Wade House, the Haunted Orphanage, David Store Farm, Cash Town Inn, and of course the historic 1912 Hoover House. That's fantastic. And what are your what are your hours right now? I know it's kind of coming back from COVID and preseason hours there in the area, but what are your hours now? We'll be open. Um, August, uh, August, listen to me, <laughs> April the 1st, <laughs> we're, clo- we're open uh, Monday, we're closed Tuesday and Wednesdays, and then we're open the rest of the week. Nice. And the, your events, do they start right away as soon as you all are open? Well, it depends. Most of our events, people um, meet at the, at the Ghost Exchange. We have coffee, we have deadly grounds, we talk about the history, mystery, and haunts of where we're going, and... Um, and then we proceed to our investigation spots. And what are some upcoming spots this season that, that you all have in addition to your regular, the token ones you had mentioned first? Uh, we have a lot of really cool events going to be happening here at the Hoover House. Um, from um, Chili Cook-Off to um, Batman will be here throughout the year. We're hoping nice. to have Tony DeVille and Casey DeVille and Bree come. Um, we'll be throwing investigations on um, periodically, probably like every other weekend. Um, people can come investigate and stay with us here at the Hoover House. We're going to have paranormal challenges. Steve has to talk to you about that because that's his baby. 
Well, I wanted to ask you and Steve, and and maybe as Keith and I are kind of counterparts to this, you know, I don't know if you and Steve are counterparts in this respect, but um, as far as the technology that you have right now at the Gettysburg Ghost Exchange, do you have, you know, what kinds of items can people find there, and and what kind of popular technology do you do you guys have for sale? Do you see as just kind of like flying off the shelf right now? Because I know you have sure. online too, correct? We have an online store, but totally, to be totally honest, we have more in the store than online. We're more personable. When you call oh, the Gettysburg Ghost Exchange, you're actually calling my cell phone. So that's that's how personal we are. With you that. don't find that much more in these days, I'll tell you that. That's, that's no, personal, you, no doubt. I've gotten up in the middle of the night to help people with their equipment. Steve laughed wow. at me. We have everything from static pods, REM pods. Motion, 360 motion, night vision, yeah, a lot of night vision things we have in store now. And then we have a lot of metaphysical on the other side. Yeah, awesome mini REM pods are coming back. We have some really cool audio. Um, we have brand new lighting coming in that should be in with, within the month. Um, yeah, really good things, you know, coming along. Yeah, new shirt, new coffee. You know, the, the one-stop shop right there. You can get everything you need for all your paranormal gift-giving needs. Exactly. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> and I'll tell and you what, course, every the- time I'm there at the shop, you know, I mean, I adore the both of you, but every time I'm there at the shop, I learn something new. So, uh, you know, it can be something either. about some of the metaphysical pieces that you have, or it could be, you know, something about, you know, the technology, because I don't think, you know, I hope Steve never gets tired of my stupid questions. Like, why does this machine keep going off? You know, I don't know those things, but you all know those things. Hockey But game. I think every, what did you say, Steve? Hockey game coming soon. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We do have a hockey game coming up soon. That's true. But yeah, I think every time I just learn something something new there and I find new things. So you definitely have an array, uh, an array of things. Now, can people reserve private tours or haunts of particular places with you? Are you able to do that? Yeah. All they have to do is call me, let me know when they're in and tell me their spot that they want. And I arrange it. Real cool places here in Waynesboro. We're working with a lot of, we're working with the theater. We're working with an antique shop down here. Um, and we're looking at a little old school down the road, um, that's owned by the, the town, I believe. Well, these sound like places place I, I should really be going with you. So, yep. you know, I mean, you just, you just let me know when that's worked out because they, they are just screaming my name. Uh, antique shops is kind of like putting me in a pinball machine, but I mean, yeah, you know, I'd still it. go with you both. I'd still go. And then Mark Nesbitt, he's, um... He started a book on the retreat of the Confederates um, coming through Fairfield, coming past um, Waynesboro. Of course, the house was not here during that, just simply the history of it. And um, we can't wait for Mark to be done that book. He's going to do a book signing here. We're also going to have Tarot Tea and Reiki will be on. I'm waiting for a date for that. Um, Lots of good stuff. Some people ask. Yeah, Steve. 
Steve's mad because he lost his chili cook-off title. I can feel the love through the vibes of the radio. I went from second place to dead last. How does that happen? Because, oh. you know what? Jack from Cashtown and the owner of Cashtown and beat Steve severely. Oh! The rumor, the, the word is out. Oh, no. I was wondering the answer to that question, so now we know. Pam <laughs> Pam went there. Oh, You know, Kelly brings up such a very beautiful point when she's with, with you with you two. You know, I, I'll try not to get emotional, but I, I will say that uh, <clears throat> there's there's been such a, you know, when you think of uh, uh, Pam and Steve, uh, you know, there's such a uh, just it's kind of like all things go through Pam and Steve really so much in that town with the love and uh, history. And, uh, you know, what you guys bring to that town, it's uh, it's it's how many times have we sit on that back porch there at the at the hotel and just we laugh, we cried. But, you know, uh it uh, it goes to show you a lot of times who your family is. Uh, you guys and how have... you really bond with people in this field for sure. I mean, yeah. you, you're kind of you know, kind of creating that link on a completely different level. And Keith and I were talking about that the other day. It's kind of like. You know, we all of a sudden, you know, it's it's deeper than a friendship where you say, yeah. oh, what was the last movie you saw? <laughs> this is, you right. know, you all standing in a in a darkened space and and all having the same experience that's not tangible. And then saying, did you see that? Did you hear that? Did you feel that? I mean, you're bonding on a deeper level because right. of what you've experienced. And, you know, I mean, those human experiences add into it and just make you better friends, I think. Yeah. But, as far as like the paranormal field, you know, it's amazing th- through the people that you meet, how much closer you feel, you oh. know? Yeah. Kelly, we've had some good times. That's for darn sure. <laughs> we sure have. <laughs> we sure um, have. And, and that's been kind of the thing through the universe. I've talked to Kelly about, you know, getting, to, you know, through a mutual friend, our friend, uh, Ashley Branham, who I think now I'm coming up on, Oh my God, going to the national fire Academy. Like, I don't know, like a decade. And then to get to meet Kelly, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it's, uh, yeah. And I was so. just with Ashley this weekend <laughs> in Gettysburg. So everything comes full circle. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. And, and that's the thing, you know, everybody in the connection of how it's such a, just an environment of love that, you know, it's, it's, God, it's so many things collectively though. And then what we've learned and what I'm learning from Kelly what I've got to just hang out and learn from, you know, Steve and then with Pam, it's what you guys bring is that whole other side, not just the history, you know, the, the closeness of a family, but what you add to these locations that you have. And then people can come investigate places where, you know, you own them. But not only that, you've got to learn that history. And that's a big part of how we, we steer our investigation. And that's why, it's just been so, so wicked special. I've, uh, and I've had a blast the times that I've got to be there and uh, God, being at the bash, but just, and the events coming up this year, that's why uh, from what, from all things being considered, is it looking like things are going to, should be for a go this year, pretty much for the bash? Yeah, I think, 
I think so. Do you want me to run off a list of some of our special guests? Yeah, so and we Yellis, were going to ask anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was going to we were going to breach there anyway, but absolutely because we you know this is the year it's like thank God the bash is coming back. It's like a homecoming. But yes, please. Okay. So, and if I skip anyone, I totally apologize. So, we have Scott Porter. We have Stephanie Burke. We have Adam Bonnet, Glider. Eric Knapp. Chris Sanders, James Anito, Carl Johnson, Russ Stiver, Lori Johnson, Jack Kenna and Carly, Gene Sninsky. We've got Dan Callis, or Class. Sorry, Dan. Love ya. We've got <laughs> Batman. I don't have my glasses on. We've got um, Tony DeVille, Casey DeVille. Our Ink Masters, we've got Dave Spink, Sean Alston, uh, let's see, we've got Bob Christopher and Gina Bungston, we've got John Ruggiero and Chris Theron, Jeffrey Leeper, we've got Deanna Simpson from the Most Haunted House in Hanover, of course we've got Mark Nesbitt. We've got Gavin Kelly and Paula Kelly. We've got Sam Baltruth. We've got Richard Estep. Hopefully the um, Canadian border will be open. Yeah. So, um, well, he's in Colorado. We've got Dave Giuliano. We've got Mustafa from Ghost Hunters. We've got Daryl from Ghost Hunters. We've got Christopher DeCheveray. DeCheveray. I love Chris. Uh, we've got Rachel Hoffman. We've got Mike King from Destination from Destination America. We've got one of the skit one of the walkers, Santiago. Um, let's see. We've got Howie Knoll. He's our our um, favorite artist. He's mine too. We've got from the Hulk <laughs> Files. We've got April. We got Kelly Miller who's going to be got- in, the, in the dunk tank. Kelly Miller in the dunk tank. Yeah. I don't remember signing up for that. What happened, Kelly? Oh, no. I think I lost a bet I didn't know I was part of. I don't remember signing up for that. If I I missed anyone, I I truly apologize. Um, I don't have my glasses on. (laughs) But I think that's, I think I'm, you know, covered most of. And you've got all the paranormal friends and dear family that are coming to visit you all for that event. And I wanted to ask too, for people who aren't as familiar with the event or have not been, or have not been since you're at the current location. um, Can you tell us a little bit about it and also your inspiration for creating it? You know, why did you guys want to have it in the first place? All things the best. Okay. I'm going to give to Steve-O. Well, no, the best was created by you. Wasn't created by me, so you take over. Um, that was between you and your old partner, sort of an idea of doing that. Um, yeah, we we had an idea, and we we just kind of said, "Well, we're in Gettysburg, so why not?" It was something between Cam and Anthony Romano, who uh, ran um, our show Paranormal After Party. They came up with the idea, and then our um, and then Flip had a part in it. Yep. Uh, Flip, I think Flip came up with the name. I believe I believe that's what they can the name for. It. Um, Leave it to him for all the good ideas. 
Yeah. Let's go with the name. He always has. He always comes out with the best names. I, I can never beat him at it. I tried. You know that sounds so stupid. Yeah, right. Flip, you win. But um, <laughs> but we worked. Well, everyone knows Flip and I worked together for years and years and years on the show, and always got along. It's like my he was my best man at my wedding. Um, but they came with with the concept of let's do something in Gettysburg for right. veterans at that time. Um. In 2000, what was 2015? First time? 17. Yeah, 2017, yeah. There was a lot going on with people weren't standing up for our troops back then. And we just figured, you know what? The troops are being missed constantly. Let's do something for the troops. Yeah. I mean, where else can you go for $10 and have a three-day gathering with your best friend? Yeah. So I put an ad out... Now, let's make it different. Let's not only uh, see if we get the paranormal people there spend some time and give back to the troops. You know, I tell a lot of people that are coming there, like, you know, a lot of the, all these stars pretty much come unpaid. They don't get paid. All right? So they come on their own time. And I greatly appreciate that because you, you got to look at it this way. A soldier goes out and fights for this country to keep you free so you can do what you're doing now. So if you're on TV... Absolutely. And you're doing that. They're fighting, so you can go out and do that. If you can't come out and give a day or two back and give back to them, you know, I, I do it. We do it for free. And we run it. And I, that's, I, that's how I look at it. So, well, Right. Absolutely. You know, you, it's giving back. It's giving back. And then, um, I, for some reason, I always like the Batmobile. So I said, no, it'd be cool to get the Batmobile there. So I put that out. And that's when John Buckland answered me. He said, hey, I love your cause. I'll come up, I'll, I'll stand up for the veterans. But I do a cancer thing for kids with cancer and bowling program. I said, that, we'll fit that right in. Let's, let's add that. So it's totally, right. now everyone says we're a paranormal convention. We're more than a tar- paranormal convention. There's so many paranormal conventions out there. We're working with cancer kids. We're working with the soldiers. And now we were asked last year, and I don't know if it's going to happen this year because I haven't heard back from the people yet, for autism. Um, autism yep. is asking to get involved. So, um, you know, that's another good cause. You know, we, we have family members that have autism. So, uh, right. I would love to have that. Um, it's just growing every year. COVID sort of put a halt on everything. So, put a halt on everyone's lives. It, it put a halt on the bash. It put a halt on us bringing kids to cancer treatments and, and, um, you know, Veterans to doctors with the Equinox because you're not allowed to put anyone in there, you know, in travel COVID. So um, until all those restrictions are lifted, then maybe we'll be able to get that back on the road. Um, but it's, it's all about giving back, and that's what Pam and I want to do. I, I've been blessed so well on just doing stuff and, and things to fall on the plate that I just want to give back, you know? Right. And and that's that's a, that's the, so much the theme of when I tell people when they say you know kind of tell me about the bash and I say well it's it's really a gathering of love of people coming together for a cause looking to help others uh, our veterans and these other things that are coming to light I mean you mentioned cancer I lost my twin brother and dad to cancer so many other people have lost ones to cancer and then of course COVID struck and we've lost some people in the paranormal to that. 
I know of either one, maybe two. And just the darkness of some of the things that happen in this world that sadly we don't have the control over that we pay, uh, you know, we, we give a shout out for love and, and prayers and so forth. And I want to do that right now. And some people we know and love so dearly and, and it's Anthony Holmes, Indiana Holmes, um, as, as Anthony did a, um, a go live the other night, uh, his, his wife has, uh, has come down with COVID for the third time now, and he's at home quarantining. I just want to, that all of us lift up in prayer and th- think of them because you, you can't think of much nicer people than them. They're just, just love, just kindness, just how he is. And, it's so important for all of us to come together as that family to know that that's like our extended family to just lift up in prayer and think about them during these times and uh, and just continue to pray because I think prayer is so powerful and uh, I wanted it I just wanted to reach that out as well. So, yeah. what you, so speak, when, you know, when, go ahead. When people, when people come into the ghost exchange, there is um, Dixie Saunders um, bought some oils and bracelets. And all of the proceeds goes to Dina and Anthony. I just wanted to put that out there. So if you come into the ghost exchange, ask me. They're right there to the right side of the counter. And every penny goes um, to Dina and Anthony. I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, oh ab- really ab- nice. absolutely. Absolutely. I know that. Uh, yep. Well, and what a great thing, because that's just another way of us saying, hey, how can I you know, do that to, to, to give towards what's, you know, you know, one time is, is, is devastating twice. is just almost unheard of, but you think of a third time and you almost get to be, you know, it's just, it's so, it's just so professionally challenging to get to be to what, you know, of a next, but knowing that we're all there and we're for in prayer and just continue to let the doctors do the good things, on last I hear they, they've done some some good things to be able to get her better than what she was. So, you know, God is good. We'll continue to pray and uh, be there for him. And uh, and so look forward to them getting to the, be back this year at the bash and embrace them with a hug. And I'm sure some tears, but uh, just such such sweet people all the way around. They are. They're great people. And I know that. Uh, Keith had already mentioned this, but hopefully their, the return of both of their health will allow them to be at the bash with us. And I know you said some of the amazing um, guests and speakers and, you know, we'll still negotiate the dunk tank later, Steve. I'm not going to commit. <laughs> um, we'll negotiate it at a later day and time. Um, there will be consequences if I have to do it. But anyhow. Oh, um, I'll anyhow, uh, okay. Anyhow, you'll have to. Never mind. Okay, um, I may bring you in on it and the consequences, Keith. Okay. Anyhow, so we'll, we'll want, discuss that later. But want, anyhow, yes, yeah, so I wanted to of, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, uh, Kelly. What kinds of other vendors are you going to have there, Pam, at the best? Um, like what kinds of items and things like that? Everything from really cool cups, um, metaphysical. To um, jewelry, some equipment builders. Um, yeah, Josh will be there with his with his um, ghost lights that are awesome. 
Um, oh, my gosh. There's so many. Yeah, well, so many different kinds. T-shirt. Yeah. And then and can you have, tell uh, everyone who's listening, like, the, the dates and time and location and where they can get ticket information when it's time? Yep. All, all the tickets are, are bought at the door. Yeah, tickets are at the door. You can't go to a third party and grab a ticket because then we'd have to give the third party, um, you know, a cut of the ticket. And we just want that to go to our soldiers and to our kids. So it's at the door only. And me and never had a problem. Uh, yeah. The girls that are at the table get people in pretty Maybe. pretty quick. Um, <laughs> it's at 95 Presidential Circle in Gettysburg, and it's August 20th through 22nd. Now, for all you who have been to the Wyndham before, the Wyndham has been rebuilt. Uh, there's all new carpet. There's these TVs now. They're up on the wall. So if we have any lectures or stuff like that going on, you'll be able to see what room they're in. What time they're playing, what you know, what time they're doing their mm -hmm. lecture, and all that. So it's really neat how they they revamped the whole Wyndham. Yeah, pretty cool. Cool. That's fabulous, and I know each time too they seem to have upgraded things. So it'll be great to see even how it is this year. And you said tickets are ten dollars for that event, correct? All weekend. Well, they're going to be twenty dollars this year. And I think it's well worth it. All the people that yeah. you're mentioning, and all the you know great. To include that extra cause, I mean, those people who are donating their time and traveling and coming, like, you know, that that they're happy to hear that that money is going right back toward that. So I think that's yeah. fantastic. Well, and on a saying, closer, I'm sorry, Steve, I couldn't hear what you said. I said Pam and I can't be more thankful for all those that she's mentioned and the vendors that come every year. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing that how the families come together and how they all come you know, for this cause and help and, you know, use their time for us, you know, for, for the soldiers and for the kids at the end. It means a lot to the families. We hear a lot from the families, yeah. uh, especially cancer patients that are there. And John Buckman thanks us. Like, uh, he got hit hard, too. See, when COVID hit, oh. it didn't only hit us. It hit the Batmobile. Uh, it stopped all of John's programs because all John's programs are pretty much done through schooling. Uh, so he does a lot for the schools, the bullying program, the, the drug programs, the hospitals, all that stuff he got stopped. So when it stopped, he lost a lot of his sponsors. So wow. to get that Batmobile rolling, not only that, there's not only that vehicle, you got Chuck Timbrook, who's got the mm -hmm. blackout truck. Those those vehicles, people don't understand how much money it costs to move those vehicles around. Right. And, you know. So if anybody feels led to give to John during the event, just go directly to him and give him um, a donation. Those, those, we also yeah. lost two tribute trucks because the guys were out of work. And um, Heron's, his health and everything else, he had medical bills, and I think he caught COVID. He ended up selling Agent Orange. He doesn't have it no more. He sold it. He needed to he needed to save his living, you know, that the house was more important. Um uh, Blue Havoc was sold. That was another truck that was sold that was supposed to be there this year. So um but we're we're working on replacing one of them right now. So I, I can't mention that at the moment. Yep. But uh <laughs> There's always some secret them. surprises. 
at the bash. It has to be. There, every, uh, because I've been there since year one, and it's always like the event I put on my calendar before I leave the last one. You know, I'll seek you two out, be like, okay, what's the date for next year? And, you know, <laughs> reserve it at the way. I, you know, I just like rebook me for next year at the desk, you know, when I check yeah. out. So, uh, you know, I always mark it down, and it's just a stellar event, and it's one that truly, you know, you don't, say like oh i'm gonna see my friends i always say i'm seeing my pair of family because yeah. you do you know everybody comes to that and i know we are all super excited for it but on on a kind of happier note as far as covid you know it although it impacted different areas of your life of course it did give you the blessing of your new location now so maybe you could tell us a little bit about that it did absolutely I, i'll tell you that sometimes your biggest blessings are in prayers that are unanswered. And you don't understand why they're unanswered until a bigger blessing comes your way. Yeah. Amen. I agree. You have a better partner yeah. to work with you, Myra. Uh, Tim's our partner. And Yvonne. They're amazing people. Yvonne. Amazing people. Tim's very spiritual. And, uh, and he brings that to the building. It's funny because I can say something to Jim and we're on the same page almost every time. Yeah. And so... We were a nursing home um, for, for a time. Um, we've got three king-size rooms. One's the holster. It has a kitchenette. It has a bathroom. It has a private library. Then the other one's the, um, the Hoover Suite. That has a huge jacuzzi tub and just very pampering and a shower. And then there's the other. Um, the Keystone has a huge Gothic bed in it. Amazing. And then upstairs, there are two queen suites, and we, um, Yvonne decorated one, and we call it the Rosebud Room, and then the other one is Primrose. So they kind of have the 1940 vibes going on up there. Nice. And in visiting your property, too, you know, it's amazing to me how it all ties together, but each floor does feel a little bit different, you know, and I feel blessed to have gotten like the royal behind the scenes tour so you know to be able to see all the you know uh your regular residential spaces and spaces that you all use you know it's amazing the the feel from your different location and do you have you had any experiences paranormal experiences at your place now that you want to share yeah i'm gonna hand it to steve okay good here we go i'm excited (laughs) yeah we were um Tim and I were in our room, which is on the third floor. And the, the funny thing is our room has these closets that go underneath the eaves of the house. So they're really cool closets. I'll show them to you when you get it's here. It's the forget-me-not room. Yes, yeah, the forget-me-not room. But we were in the in the room, and we're watching TV. And between the closet is a door that goes out to the hallway and then our bed. I heard someone snoring. Like, <sighs> Holy... Yeah, like he was gasping for air and snoring at the same time. And he, and he kept doing it. And I said, Pam, she goes, what? And I said, turn the TV down. Turns it down. I said, listen. And she goes, I hear it. I said, you hear that guy snoring? You can tell it was a guy. And he just, he just kept going. Like, there's just someone sleeping right next to me, but on, there's no bed there. And all of a sudden, she goes, get off the bed and go open the closet door. As soon as I put my feet on the floor, it stopped. Wow. Wow. And now, Almost, this past wow. weekend, we had Tam's daughter here. 
And Marsha was like a little spooked out that place. She was up in the primrose room. <laughs> so I have to walk past her bedroom to get to the bathroom. And, of course, an old house with squeaky floors here as you're walking. So I walk by and I hear, I hear lights on her bedroom. And I hear, hello. And I go, Marsha, it's only me going to the bathroom. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning. So I, I go to the bathroom. I come back out and I hear, hello. Hello, and I went to, went back to bed. Didn't say nothing. I got up in the morning. I'm down here by the bar area, and and Marsh comes out. to Marsh, I said, "Didn't you hear me say it was me going to the bathroom last night?" She goes, "What are you talking about?" I said, I "Went past you." He said, "Hello." I said, "That was me." She goes, "I didn't say nothing. I was sound asleep." So, oh my goodness, could have been a patient from the nursing home. You think about it, you know. When the nurses would walk by, if they wanted something, they go, hello, hello, come here, you know, come here. Right. You know? sure. so I wouldn't doubt that's what it was. Cause a lot of people that are in this house hear a woman. They hear a woman a lot. Well, we get that grumpy guy, too. Yeah, he was grumpy. like, uh, <laughs> <F-ing stuff." laughs> He said, that's it. They got an EVP saying that. They said, did you, like, take the elevators or did you like the steps? He goes, those effing steps. But you said the word. So, so that's a good point, Steve. Do you, do you, and Pam, do you, do you feel as if that it is it indeed uh, intelligent type responses to you? I think so. Yeah. I think most of it. I think the snoring was uh, probably a fluke um, in time. But um, yeah, we've gotten some really good um, EVP. The one man, the same guy, the same exact voice says, "You can't touch me." Yeah, we got some EVPs, and we went to the Rosebud room that was. Yeah. Rosebud room, and I'm, I'm sitting there saying, hey, can you, can you see us? And, and he said, yes. And then I said to him, I said, um, I said something else to him. Then he goes, you can't touch me. Like, <laughs> kind of like. Oh, yeah. wow. I, I'm not trying to touch you because I can't see you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty funny how he said you can't touch me. And then Jim got one saying, asking for his mom. Yeah. yeah. When we first oh. came here and we were walking through the house, Jim wanted to make sure before he bought it that it had some activity in it. We believe every house has activity. I don't care. It's the property, I think, the the, then more than the house yeah. or what, what type of business it was back in the day. You know, if it was a funeral home, of course, you had a lot of people pass away that were in there. Um, If it was an old hospital, you know there's going to be activity there. You know, this was a nursing home. So Jim says, you know what, let's check it out. So when the realtor was walking us in, there's a sitting room up on the first floor. I think Kelly Kelly was back there. I think he showed her. Get in the back of that sitting room there by the the handicap elevator, and that's where Jim got his first EVP here. And he says, you know what, I'm buying a house. We're, we're going to buy this house because yeah. um, it's that activity. But it was activity that wanted us, I think. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know? There's nothing here. We're not forgotten yeah, now. we're not. Like, I haven't ran into anything that. But you know what's really special? Two people. Um, one's a friend of ours from the Bash um, that worked at the Wyndham that lives in Waynesboro. And another one is a man who owns. Um, apartments around here, and um, both of them had loved ones that passed away here when it was assisted living, nursing home. Oh wow! And oh wow! That is cool. He goes, 
my grandfather died in that room up there. Can I come and see my grandfather's room? And I was like, absolutely. See, yeah. that's, and that's when it, it hits home of what the impact. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, it, it's going to provide some closure too. Um, and another friend of ours, um, we ran into him and he was like, you guys, you're at the Hoover house. My mother-in-law passed away there. Yeah, we found like what, four or five deaths yeah. already here from just townspeople that had loved ones here and they passed away here. It was a nursing home for what, 10 years? I don't, I don't, I think it was 10, something like, something that. like that. I have to actually look it up. We're still learning the history on it. We're trying to get into the historical society, but with COVID, you have to make an appointment. If you look on our page, um, that comes directly from the previous owners, uh, yeah. the history that's been hanging here. So I, re, you know, we kind of re put that on so people can see a little bit of the history, but there'll be more to come as soon as the historical society is over. We got EVP from Ira. Ira's the builder of the house. Ira Hoover. Um, he's oh, wow. For Eleanor. Yeah, and Eleanor, his sister, was writing a book about Waynesboro, and uh, she passed away upstairs in Hulker uh, Street. Yeah. And uh, they, the lady down here, they had a maid or, or someone who was a maid working here and heard a thump and didn't think nothing about it and went upstairs and found her laying on the floor dead. Massive heart attack. Oh, wow. So Ira died here, his, his uh, sister died here, and then we found what, five more deaths that were in this house mm -hmm. so far that the townspeople came here when we had open house and were saying, you know, hey, my, my mom died here or my, my grandfather died here. And, and uh, the thing was, it was a restaurant. So for two, two times it was a restaurant. They, one restaurant, and it's all, and there was, it used to be an old bar downstairs. Yeah, called right. the coal mine. Right. So uh, that bar was yanked out, and now it's replaced the central air system. Tell them what we're putting but, there. Uh, well, well, yeah, well, one of the bars, we're, we're putting the seven-star saloon bar uh, Pam and I purchased out of Gettysburg, um, which is when no, the building's still standing. It was back at Pickett's Charge. But the guy found the bar. They had pulled it out of the building and put it in the barn. And uh, we bought it off, and we're having it totally refinished right now. And then that's wow. Been yeah, so you yeah. think about all the Confederates that were around that bar drinking. That's going to be another trigger. For, yeah, for you gotta, you got to exactly think that that's going to be. But, you know, I always look at that as bars and that as some, some pretty cool, happy memories of where people sit there and just talked about the times and, and just shared, you know. And, 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 and that's something that we all look at it as being something that's pretty precious and uh, those having an items, not only that, but on the ground of where there's history where the building that's got history and then the contents. And then of course, you know, the spirits, both of the living and the deceased, it just makes for a really beautiful environment of the paranormal. And, you know, speaking of that, I, I, I wanted to kind of reach out, Steve, and I think we've talked about this in the past, but, you know, you and I both share something that, um, you know, of both of us even even being blessed to be here now. And that's uh, we both shared near-death experiences. And I, I wanted I, I kind of wanted to talk tonight a little bit about that as your your beautiful experience of, of how that that happened. And um, let's let's just go with that as some of the of that whole that whole time in that when that happened because it's it's 
it's, well, it's, it's, it's special. I don't know if you've known it, but on January 1st this year, it almost happened again. Uh, oh. Uh, I, I, was, I wasn't feeling good on December 24th, and I went to the hospital, and uh, I was skipping a beat. My heart was skipping a beat. So I, I went in there, wasn't feeling good. They sent me home. They said, oh, it's nothing's got to do with, uh, you know, your past heart attack, your, your cardiac arrest. And then yeah. I went back 27th and on December, and they took some x-rays, and they, they put fluids in me, and they sent me home. And oh. then this is all during COVID years. And then January 1st of this year, I went in there, and I said, Pam, you got to get me there. Something's wrong. I know there's something wrong. I think I'm clogged. And she goes, well, you know your body. Let's get you there. I get to the hospital, and I convinced the ER doctor to keep me. I said, listen. I went through this before. When I go cardiac arrest, I don't go cardiac arrest the way normal people go. I just, I have no symptoms. It just happens. And wow. he goes, as long as I keep an eye on you, as long as I keep you. And he goes, you know what? Have you been cast since you had your um, cardiac arrest in 2015? I said, no, I haven't. He goes, well, we're going to arrange one. So they arranged it. It was a holiday weekend. So I had to wait till Monday, which I think was the 4th or 5th. Something like that. And um, they went in, they cast me, and I, and I was laying on the table. They don't put you out for that. And he's up with my heart, the surgeon. I said, hey, you see anything? He goes, yeah. He goes, you got the Widowmaker. He goes, no, that's 48 hours. You wouldn't have been here. Oh, he goes, my God. My, my stent clogged again. The one they put in was fully clogged in the same location. So they had to put a stent inside of the stent now. And uh, wow. I'm here again. Still here, yeah. So, oh, no, almost wasn't. Another three hours, I probably wouldn't have been here. Yeah, they're known to do that where they reocclude and they and they they revisit that. But you know, you told him those those haunting words of like, say, look, I've been down this path. I got you know, I got to come back. So it's, you know, I'm just not looking for an overnight stay at the a hospital hotel here with a meal and a, and a TV. You know, I've got, you know, so they did that. So kudos to the doc for being on his toes with that. So um, and listening to how well you know your body, too. You know, you've right. had that experience before. So thank goodness he was able to listen to you. Well, I'm battling a couple of that. I'm still battling diabetes. Um, that, that's been a, it's been my father's family for years. His wife, I mean, his wife, his, uh, his sisters all passed away from it. My dad survived it. He didn't pass away from diabetes. He died from heart failure. But, um, you know, it's, it's a battle fighting diabetes. I've been trying to get my number under 300 for about seven years now. And no matter, I can get it down to like 95, uh, 99, 107. But at nighttime, I go to bed, I'll wake up in the morning, be 320. No, I won't, I'll stop eating at 6 o'clock and I'll just jump right up. So I have no choice, but I was told I'm going on the pump soon. So, but that'll control it. Wow. Yeah, yeah I was hoping not to, but I, I'm, I'm getting no choice now. So. Well, you're going to continue to be in our prayers that much, that much I know. So, you know, um, and, and that brings us to say, you know, do, do you think coming from that, Steve, in that and and those events and those times, do you think that you brought back something almost even as if as like a 
uh, a gift or some sort of something that kind of enhances your abilities oh, yeah, there. Definitely. Tell us about I, that I tell, because I will tell you. Go ahead. I'll tell you. I, I, I read. I get thoughts of, of things for like before Pam says things. I freak her out half the time. And she'll go get out of my head <laughs> because I'll say the phrase <laughs> before she even says it. And I'll, I, you'll say things are going to happen. Yeah, and I'll say things are going to happen and they happen. And I'll tell her days ahead of time. I say, you know what? There's, this is going to happen. I, I told her when I first came back and I was home, um, I said, well, 27 people are going to die in Africa. And I just jumped up out of, out of bed. No TV on, no nothing. It was like 6 o'clock in the morning. And Pam's like, she's like, what? And then, no, it was later that morning. She turned the TV on, and right across the bottom of the screen, 27 people died in Africa. In a terrorist attack. Yeah, in a terrorist attack, yeah. So I get stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't like stuff like that. So I try. The thing is, I can't. I used to block it, but now right. I'm accepting. Like when we do table tipping here, um, and spirits come through, they'll ask questions. Like the weird thing was, um, I'm not going to mention names, but yeah, we were we were table tipping, and um, I came through with. I said, "Who had miscarriage?" And there's all women around the table, and they're like, "I didn't have one recently. I don't know anyone had one recently." And then one said, I had one years ago, but I said, no, no, this, this is more, this is more frequent. But I come to find out was someone I know the next day had a miscarriage. So oh, wow. I was told ahead of time that miscarriage is going to happen. But I didn't, I didn't read it that way. You know what I'm saying? So some of wow. come through and I don't know, you know, who they're intended for or when it's going to happen. Is that usually I don't get a time or a date. I just, I, I just get told it's going to happen. You know? Have you found that, Steve, that you on a level to where you go into your deepest sleep that you meet someone in your family who's passed like they try to communicate with you and you get these type messages or they they're they're just trying to communicate with you and then you find yourself awakening and then there's there's those times have you have you had those occasions no what i had was when i passed which is really weird because i was i say it was purgatory i was in uh there was i was in this gray area and i seen these watery figures running around and uh they were like children and i was saying come here and they they're like they come saying to me they couldn't talk to me they weren't allowed to and those watery figures which was really neat was when i was at a hospital and back home. Um, my brother at the time had posted a picture of my mother with my daughter when she was a baby. And my mother was wearing a shirt that said The Abyss on it. Now, if you ever saw the movie The Abyss, the figures in that movie are watery figures. So wow. I don't think it's children. I think my mother was saying, I'm here, and figured I'd put it together. And since I didn't put it together, that picture was shown to me with the her with that sweatshirt on with the abyss and then it hit that's when it hit Pam and Pam says your mother was with you because those were the worry figures. See, that's interesting because that's um I have those times with my brother and, and I and I and maybe at that time I don't get it then, but then something like you say will later will happen 
And then it's mm-hmm. like that almost that deja vu moment. It's like, oh, now it makes sense. I've even told Kelly that we're like, uh, you know, there's some things that happen. And then once they're in, in real time and then they come to life, it's like, oh, now I get it. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> and when those loved ones make that connection right away, from my experience with spirit, that's so relevant that you've created then that meaning and that's directly connected to that person. If you have an experience and you didn't have that link, Steve, like you had of seeing that word and then connected to your experience, you know, you may have gone on wondering what that symbolism was about. Right. But exactly. to have that all all link up, you know, that to me and, and from interacting with spirit, that's what they say. Well, I've sent them this sign and they think that it's me, but they want to keep talking themselves out of it or they didn't connect. It was me yet, but they will, you know, so that sort of thing. So I think it's amazing when you can have that validation right away of what, you know, I say right away, but the next day or, or two in, in when you saw that picture of the sweatshirt, you know, until your experience. So I think that immediately creates that, connection and meaning and then when you experience things like that again or Keith when you have your similar experiences again then you know you have that definition already created so I think that's it's really some sometimes it's really abstract but it's really beautiful when you do connect it absolutely Keith let me ask you this Um, when you when you came back do you feel like you're you're brought back for a purpose well, see, that's just what I've told Kelly. You just, you just, you just said it. Um, mine was one of, uh, I, I was 13. I had an anaphylactic reaction to a medicine and I stopped breathing. And then by the time they had me, I had lost my pulse. So, and right. What ended up happening for me is, as I did come back and I was with my grandmother is that it was to come back and tell others that there is such a place of such beauty. You know, you see in this world so sadly these days of like, there's no heaven. If there was a heaven, why are we going through all this? What, what is the, you know, why that would be the case? Why do we lose loved ones? And I tell people, you know, try to be cautious in your tone. And you do me, you do see me put a lot out there about prayer and our loved ones in heaven and the life. But, I think, and and that's what I'm, I think that's what literally I was brought back for is to be that, you know, that warrior for the word, for the word. And that it's so easy to just give up, throw our hands up and say, oh, well, we're doomed. These are the worst of times. But at the same time, maybe we're the ones to say, hey, I'm there for you. Reach out to me. I'll, I'll laugh with you. I'll cry with you. But there is a beautiful place when we leave here. You just have to make the right the right choice and believe. And 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 Anthony said it best the other night, and I just can't help but keep saying this. When you listen to that man, it is about a purpose that we don't have the answers now. They it's almost like the spirits can't tell us, but it's that we have to have faith. That's the word, faith. You can't give up. You cannot give up. If you turn your back and say there's no place, there's it's not true, then then that's when it's it's the the darkness can come in. But Anthony has never lost faith. He nope. he he you know, and that's the thing I think what we're there for is to say please don't walk away. Don't throw your hands up. Look at you, Steve. You're a prime example. Me, 
And I, I do that all the time trying to tell people, look, I am by no means perfect at all, not even close. But what I do try to be is have a good heart, be there for people, and and to have the faith to say, hey, you know, there is a place, there is a person, you know, there is a being, and he, he, you know, he died for us. So you have to oh, look I at that him. as, you know, and to say, look, you know, we're going to be there one day. We're going to be what we're investigating. But I would, I would rather be, I would rather put all my love and prayer and heart into it and be right than not. And then get there and go, oh, no, look where I'm at. And right. I gave up and I'm wrong. And then it's a, it's a little bit too like to say, can I have a redo? Can we go back? And that's what I tell people. Uh, it, it's there's I tell you, there's a state of darkness out there with people. And uh, I say, hey, you know, that's going to be your bidding. That's going to be your time when you go there and you have to all the wealth and money and fame and everything you do in this world means zilch when we leave this earth and we take that Can't journey. Take it with you. Can't take and, it with you. and brother, that's that is yeah. personified. So uh, I would rather have my faith and the love and the, the, the and what I do and try to help people. You know, all my years of being a firefighter and paramedic and still am by helping people than uh, do it all for the fame and money because you can't take that with you. So, nope. um, And I know, I too, Steve and Pam, you all, you know, as far as helping people, I know both of you, too, um, to kind of take that into the paranormal direction in our, in our last few minutes together. I know um, that, you know, you all have, have opened your home on multiple occasions to different groups and, you know, now in this new location and, of course, at the store and, and your events and things like that, um, is there a way that people who would like to learn more um, can come and stay at your new location? Is there a way that, that they're able to book that with you for teams and, and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. Investigate and stay with us. All they have to do is call 717-521-7465. And Keith, I want to tell you one thing. When I was up there and I, I crossed over, I came across a figure that stood in front of me. And I'll never forget it because it, it spoke to me and it gave me a phrase that I can't get out of my head. And when I got woke up in ICU, I, I tried writing it down on paper and um, it didn't matter because it's just locked in there. Because I had a figure walk up to me, well, then walk up to me, showed himself to me, and said to me, I come to you because you believe in me. You're part of me, my kingdom. Let them know I'm with each and every one of you. My love never dies. Now go. Right. And I had that and... lock in my head. And priests, when I talk to priests about it, like when I'm in the hospital, I ask if you want the chaplain there. And I always had the chaplain come to my room. And uh, and I, I mentioned what I saw and what I said, and they say, can, can you come to our church and talk? <laughs> they, they ask me all the time um, because it's, it's something he says, you know, that's that's a gift. You, and it gift. is. And that's that. That's exactly that's why I say and, and that's that's why I think it's so important though, to have a platform like this, uh, a program where we can have a beautiful people like you on the show who are loved respected, adorned in this, in this field that, you know, um, to get to come and have those moments when at that bash, and I'm going to tell folks, if, if you are looking to get to come to an event sometime this year 
and you've never got to come to the to the to the bash in Gettysburg with Pam and Steve. I, I'm I'm putting it out there right now. Um, from the moment you get there and 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 making your way in that in that that special place, um, it's it you you become a part of a family. It's people that are love and kind and just want to sh- give back to the paranormal in so many ways. And, and that's the berries, uh, you know, and can you guys real quick, give us your website or phone number again, in case anyone wants to reach out to you about any upcoming events or locations. Yeah. They can call Pam. Pam's number is uh 717-521-7465. And we can find you online, correct? Yeah. Yes, it's, uh, what is it? Um, he, he's going to give you another phone number that calls directly to the Hoover House, too. Um, and we also have a YOLO website. It's uh, Gettysburg Ghost Exchange at YOLO.com. Wonderful. That is fantastic. And I'm so thankful, and I know Keith is, too, that you both would come on with us tonight. And I'm so happy to talk with you guys and, oh. and of course, miss you and hope to see you very soon. <laughs> I know. We're so thankful you. that you'd spend the night with us, uh, you know, and oh. and uh, we hope to see you again very soon. But please reach out to Pam and Steve about yes. anything they talked about. They're amazing resources and definitely a few fun stops in the Pennsylvania area. So thank you guys so much. It was so great Thanks to have you on. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, they folks. The Hoover House. They reach us at seven one seven six five five seven five two two, and that'll ring right here at the house. Fantastic! That is awesome. Thank you, guys, both so very much. Thanks for having well, us. We missed ballet. Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Well, See that's going to be your, yeah. And thanks everyone for tuning in with us tonight. We look forward to next time. And everybody take care from Keith and I. Much love and light. Talk soon, folks. Bye.